0: Yes, guys, welcome back to How To In A Good Walk. This is season two, episode 22. And this is what we're going to call our open review of actually, well, well done, Cameron Smith. Yes. But actually our review of going to the open with some stories and meeting players, getting behind Bryson, getting some slow-mos. It was a midday. day.
1: It was an unbelievable day that we had. And that was on the practice day. Um, But what I want to say just before we go into all this is, just how good was it in general? Okay. Not even being there. Give it a rating. Like the event like the, not i I'm not talking about us going, I'm talking about the tournament no, no, as no, no. a whole. That's what I mean. Like Is
0: it did it have more hype than the Masters?
1: I think this year it did, yeah. I thought I'd agree. I think it's because it's obviously the hundred and fiftieth, because it's at St Andrews, because of the history and all that, I think it was just incredible. I think it was like the competition was so high, like there seemed uh-huh. to be so many players in it all the way up until the last day. No one really ran away with it. I thought it was just... I thought it was amazing.
0: Well, I think it says something. If Tiger gives up playing in his own national Open, the US Open, to come and play the 150th at St Andrews. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think there's... Um, well, I just think it was just amazing. St Andrews is just amazing. It's a... I don't know. It's a place I could live.
1: Oh, mate. And it, it's one of them as well. Like I remember being younger and... Watching the Masters as a kid and it really giving me the bug to want to try and play golf. You got that from... And I got that feeling. I got that feeling of getting me on the golf course.
0: Well, it's funny, right? I saw people walking on the street like practicing the golf swing and I saw this like, maybe not young lad, but like 15, 16 year old lad. His dad and dad was like, you don't want to go watch the golf they do now, you want to play. Obviously, they've been there all week. He's like, yeah, I know, I want to go play. Because it really like, like, captivated you to be like, right, okay, well, let's go and play some golf.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think... Obviously, like the Masters does that as well, and and but th- those two, the Masters and the Open, really stand out above the others. Above the other two, definitely.
0: So here you go. Would you say from Cameron Smith that's the best back nine you've seen at a major championship Me. in the last five years, Me. ten years?
1: Like phenomenal. Like I was sat watching it, and I was like, "We've just got to play steady here. Just yeah. play steady." And you know what? I feel I feel for Rory McIlroy because he didn't do anything wrong.
0: Yeah. That's he, a that that's
1: slightly annoying
0: thing for him. Yeah. He's this time not done anything wrong. He's
1: played Unreal for four rounds. Yeah. And he had a good final round, but Cameron Smith just played the lights out of that band. And they had like yeah. five birdies in a row. Yeah. Five birdies in a row. From from ten onwards, yeah. like mate. Just just his, ridiculous. His
0: stats of the week, mate, were unbelievable putting. It was something like he was 12, plus 12 strokes and strokes gained putting for the week. I remember that put on 17, I was like, oh, he's going to make a bogey here. and It's going to make it really exciting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then he holds that put like I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. the guy from like around 12 feet is just a
1: joke. He is. And the way he, so, so he, and as well, coming back from, in essence, a bad round of one over On uh, Saturday. Because I always looked at it and saw Rory come through on Saturday and thought, right, this is it. I thought Rory would run away with it. This is it, yeah.
0: And and especially through that front nine, Rory's front nine, he was like three-shot cushion.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, I think going into back nine, he was two shots up. And I thought, right, he's got it. This is it. Well, Victor
0: bogeyed one of the first few holes, didn't he? Which became like a three-shot cushion or something.
1: Yeah, but for Cameron Smith to come out and birdie 10 through 14 um was just phenomenal and okay. then to also to birdie 18 as well
0: and you went and saw those holes right i didn't get to see those holes but what are those holes like
1: just obviously would you
0: say they're birdie chances yeah yeah
1: so. because because 10, 10 is drivable for the players yeah um some of them i'm trying to think Eleven's a par three mm-hmm um which is obviously always really yeah. a birdie chance. Dep- depending on your shot in, but depending really on how far st- you've got nine, you had yeah. um it. and then it's I think that sort of corner I don't know do they call it this what what were they calling it on the commentary? Like the St Andrews loop. Don't don't say amen corner. No, obviously not. I <laughs> no, think no. they they were like referring it's to it as the St Andrews loop, yeah. yeah. I, um they were sort of implying that they are chances they are gettable holes well, but then 16 or well, fifteen, 16 17 on and it, that showed like he did he did unbelievably well to par those holes
0: yeah because that's where they're saying rory went wrong didn't he he didn't really cap he capitalized he played well on the hard holes but didn't really like capitalize on those easier holes which yeah. was the demise of and it was even more disappointing right that he finished the third
1: yeah Cameron Young obviously just pipped him at the post. But what I didn't understand about um, and the one the one mistake, if I have had to say, it was a mistake for Rory, was on eighteen. Mm. Cameron Cameron Young, rather than playing at the Valley of Sin like they did all week, played it up the right hand side and like drew it round and stuck it ridiculously close to the flag. Why? I'm, I'm thinking I'm really thinking you've got to try and get this close like shit or bust sort of yeah thing. just like, yeah. have a dig at it like it almost looked like okay he might have not got the bounce that he wanted and, and that happens when you got all these hillocks maybe hillips. he pulled it though yeah he just didn't seem to be aiming to play that shot where I, where I thought Cameron Young stood on the tee and I thought he's going to really send this down the right side and draw it back in and he did and he played like an unbelievable shot because think, I think he eagled the last didn't he yeah, he got a two on eighteen, Cameron Young, to put him yeah. a shot above yeah. a shot header. And I was just a bit. That was the one decision I thought just really step on one. Like, but what 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 um, I thought was really interesting and, and sort of added to the drama as well is that hole was into the wind on that final day where throughout the week they had been hitting Buddy three wood to it. Well, when
0: we were there, Bryce hit nine to it. Yeah,
1: which is just ridiculous. Um, but I think and I think that that's something else. I think Cameron Young. Needs a bit of um, kudos, let's say, because he was there from the start. Like his first round, he shot a sixty-four. I mean, no one's really heard of him. No, like he's—I think he's his first or second year on tour. Yeah. Like he is going to be one of those—not shy, is he? He's not shy. <laughs> Good and, god, and he is going to be one of those players that I think, with your likes, as Alatoris that are going to really, really push on now and be challenging. And and again. We're getting back to that conversation of literally you turn up to an event and there's thirty players that can win that.
0: Mate, the strength and depth I mean you're only gonna go get the leaderboard up here and, and he, I mean the crazy thing is that top twenty isn't made up of like fifty percent of the top twenty in the world. No. So So like what I'm saying is the strength and depth of golf mm. at the elite level is ridiculous. But yeah. also one of the amateurs up there for a while as well.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that um, Barclay Brown was up there, wasn't he? Mm. Um, but then the silver medal went to is it Filippo Celli? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um. So, a young Italian lad. Like he he finished five five under par. Like, but like you look at the look at the, let's say the top twenty. Okay. You've got Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Hovland, Brian Harmon. DJ's up there, then Bryson, Patrick Cantley. So these guys are all guys that you that I would say if, if they have the day, yeah, can they win. can win. Jordan Spief, um I'm not even gonna try and say that name.
0: Kitty Armour.
1: That's not Kitty Armour, mate. I'm
0: I, I can not read your phone, so that's wrong.
1: Abraham Hanser, Dean Burmester Tyrrell Hatton, um Lucas Herbert, Xander yeah. Showflay, Anthony Quayle, Francesco Molinari had a good good round uh good tournament. Tied 15th at 10-under. Adam Scott's back up there. Siwoo Kim. you know what I mean? Like, there's so many players. That Trey Mullenix, who was a late entry into it due to injury, he finished um, tied 21st, 9-under par. Like, But something that, something that I think was amazing, and obviously there was a lot of hype around Tiger. There was a lot of um, hype around Rory as well because of the form that he's been in. But I didn't think at any point it... You you didn't have that. Oh, we're always, Rory going to do it? You know how you get at the Masters? Mm. You always get that negative... There wasn't really much negative talk around anyone. its no. oh, oh, It all seemed quite sort of jovial, especially from a journalistic point of view, until we had, obviously, the Cam Smith incident that we will talk about. Yeah. Um, but let's... Let's talk about our day there before we really dig into this well, because actually a there's question. some moments I want to talk what about. What
0: did you think of the coverage? Like TV, because obviously we do looked at both sides. We, we were there for the event, yeah. well, for practice days um, and then we watched majority of it on the TV. I thought the live on the range was mint because yeah. you got like an insight into what was what going on. What they do, yeah. Um, and I, I just love it when they got the shot traces on 90% of the shots. Yeah. Like it 100% makes the viewing
1: different really yeah of course it does and i think sky sports have got it nailed really haven't they like the way they they do it and i think what made it better and and i said this i I always say this about when it when it comes to the masters is they literally just show golf yeah from the minute people are going out you're seeing shots you're seeing people playing they don't do this Yes, they do sorry they do do this featured group stuff but you don't have to watch them yeah they show bits of them you can what you can choose what you want to do basically yeah, yeah. and for me that's the way it's got to be like live golf have gone down this route of content 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 everyone sees at the same time we're going to watch well golf, that's we're watch maybe golf. what's
0: changed that's yes. why i think they put the range on youtube yes so it's like their way of competing with live golf obviously live golf have put all their stuff on youtube but then you had the option to watch some really cool stuff on youtube yeah. for free um, but if you wanted to watch just the golf, you had obviously just Sky Sports yep. for the golf.
1: Yeah, and I even I uh, not only watched it; I listened to a lot of it. The BBC coverage on Five Live was mega. Go on, Drew Dog. <laughs> it was absolutely mega. Honestly, yeah. like the insight that you get from those people—they are skilled. Like right? Drew, like people like that—is amazing because, especially, especially someone like Drew who's been on tour, who really, really knows golf. One on tour. One on tour. Yeah, really knows golf. It is so insightful in the way that they explain it because you sat in the car and but then this is the thing though having been and seen the course it was a lot easier to follow what was going on
0: yeah i guess because you then get an insight okay well left on here right on there the hillock on the front the water the bunk whatever it is you can then you've got a better picture of it yeah but i think they do a really good job of almost painting the picture of oh yeah of course they do okay so big thing i heard this listening on thursday um before we go into our experience, was like the six-hour rounds. Yeah. There was a point on the radio where we listened to a Five Live all the way home um, where there was literally no golf to talk about for 20 minutes because there was, I think it's around the loop or yeah. around these certain holes where they're drivable, there's like three or four groups stood waiting.
1: Yeah, and um, that was something, well, the, for starters, obviously they don't do a... Split tee start there, it's everyone goes off the first tee, so you've got to get 156 golfers out,
0: which is a lot more than the Masters, which,
1: Just a point, a lot, a lot more, and also it's
0: the golf course is quite tight,
1: yeah. And you and you realize this when you're there is there's a lot of shared fairways. There's how many double greens is there, three or four, like three or four double greens, and these holes, like nine, ten, a drivable par fours for these guys. Like, if we were playing, maybe you, but. If do you know what I mean, if Joe Bloggs, oh, yeah, is playing, I did rather tend to Northern. You Sunday. did, but if Joe Bloggs is playing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's different because you can just you, you're not you're not hitting for the green. Where these guys are literally standing on a tee and thinking, how close can I get it? Not yeah. not thinking, yeah. I need to play my shot to here and then play my shot to there. Yeah. So yes, it is six hour rounds isn't great for the players, but I think from a viewing perspective doesn't matter like no especially on those and again i love i'll watch golf because there's always some golf
0: to show on other holes yeah so of course always is. something to look at yeah
1: and i think and i guess on the first two days yes it matters and yes they're important rounds but from a spectator who's watching on telly you can dip in and out yeah so whether it's on for six hours around whatever it is doesn't really matter from a spectator's perspective From a broadcaster's perspective, perspective i bet it was an absolute Whoa. nightmare easy for you to say i know yeah i bet it was an absolute nightmare because no, you're yeah. out on the golf course literally from seven till nine it was what was the first time to like 20 to six 20 to seven till nine night. yeah a that's a long old day
0: long day okay so let's get into our experience but before that guys remember that this podcast is sponsored by scottsdale golf um in our opinion the number one fitting center the same day build
1: Yes, that's right. You can get your clubs exactly the same day as you go and get fitted for them, which S- is not offered anywhere Speaking else. Speaking
0: of that, my fitting's this weekend. Is? Sunday. Yeah. So I'll report back to you on the whole experience next week, Pod.
1: Oh, exciting. Right then. Let's talk about Wednesday. Cause, oh, so Alex was up at the Open Tuesday Wednesday. Well, we start, on,
0: start on Tuesday, right? So I yeah, got okay. there. We left early Tuesday. I they fell asleep about five times on the way. And then you joined me on the Wednesday. But Tuesday, I got to meet Victor Hovland pretty sick send just the selfie like yeah. <laughs> <"Look at me." laughs> uh robbie williams um yeah
1: but that was a, a jay not yeah it? i mean it,
0: it's great my mum was going crazy but for a gold perspective people were yeah. more bothered about victor hovland yeah um and Will Zala now the reason why i'm going down this route is um did a bit of content scottsdale did with wills Zala and it was the funniest thing so Picture this. There's my job at sort of setting the scene. We <laughs> went to uh, this tent to do some filming. Um, he's basically going to interview him, asking like five random questions. He's going to hit some chips. Um, you know, when it's those sandbags each side and you've got to hit the bags, throw the bag in the hole? Yeah. The golf version of that. And he was hitting some chips into them. By the way, mustard. But <laughs> before he, he was getting mic'd up, he was about to start filming. And he's like, oh, Terrence, I think, was his like manager's name. Yeah had his wallet in his pocket, and he went, Oi, Terence, can you take me wallet, please? My trousers are a bit tight, and I don't want to look like Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. So basically, like, digging into Just it. Shot fired. Yeah, but, like, obviously, we didn't film this, but, like, he said it loud enough for, like, the whole place to hear, and everybody went, it was very good. Great. good so there's obviously a little banter. bit of like banter, a bit of animosity, a bit of yeah. something between the players because he's a player that's been performing very well at the PGA Tour and on the majors and probably had some knocks at the door from Live Golf Definitely to go would. and play there Definitely. Uh, with being one of the one of the number one young players right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that probably says that he's not gonna go to Live Golf. But it was very very funny.
1: It was. It was. Um. And then I. Joined you on the Wednesday. Early doors, mate. So I left So Josh here. got
0: to us. Bear in mind, I'm ahead of thinking Josh is going to get to us 9.30, 10 o'clock at the very earliest. Yeah. Half seven, half an hour away, mate. I'm like, bloody <laughs> hell,
1: <laughs> our breakfast didn't open till bloody half seven. I'm like, mate, we're not going to be there to like, anyway, we joined you about half eight, didn't we? Yeah, so I got, I got to where we were meeting about eight o'clock, um... And then wait for you for, for a short while while you were you uh, having your brekkie. And then... Well, um, oh,
0: needs must-mate.
1: Absolutely. And then we went out had a coffee, didn't we? But just being around the town initially in the morning, it was there was like a buzz.
0: Yeah, because we didn't... Because basically, it says to Josh, right, tickets, we will have some tickets at some point, but we don't know, like, when we're going to get them. Yeah. Anyway, we got them first thing for me and Josh and then we got dad a ticket in the afternoon Um, but like we were like waiting and waiting for a ticket and then by say waiting it was only about nine o'clock we were waiting until anyway Jack Barber one of my good friends and Andrew Murray came up clutch for me and Josh getting us a ticket each Um, so we went straight in and it was it was just mega like going through that gate being inside the ropes Rory
1: was walking down well that was thing. that's what I was going to say what's amazing about the place so obviously if if you know golf you know that the 18th at St Andrews. Yeah. And there's a road that runs down the side of the of the 18. So half of that road there was like a, there was like a, a metal fence down it. If you're one side of it you're in the open. If you're the other side of it you're out, you're outside the open on on the road. But I could have literally just stood there all day watched people turn off one Watched people coming up eighteen. I watched Tiger
0: come down the last.
1: Yeah, like so. As we arrived, Rory was who'd gone out early was coming down eighteen. So we stood outside and watched him walk up eighteen, make his putts, make a few putts, practicing from different places. And but the buzz around the place was just amazing. Like even when we were walking into the town, like there's people everywhere, people from all over the world there just to be there and, and watch watch the golf and. When we went in, it was just different again. It was like,
0: so when we got in there, um, we basically had a bit of a mooch around, watched a few things, then we had some lunch, went back in, and we made like a beeline to go and find Bryson. Yeah. So we watched him play down 15, 15, 16, and then on seventeen, we stood behind him. So basically. 17th hole and 18 are probably the most two famous holes in yeah. golf and basically the holes that makes Andrews. People say, all you've got to do is play 1, 2, 17, 18, and you're pretty much done St Andrews because yeah. the rest of it is just a normal golf course. Yeah. Um, we'll tell you in September. We're not, we don't actually know the rest of the golf course yet. But <laughs> So there's some sheds, and everybody says, and we watched a few people, and me and Dad the previous day watched a few people tee off, and these green sheds are just over the corner. Now, I'm expecting Bryson to do the same thing. He's gone 40 yards right over the top of the hotel. Literally
1: over the top, like the peak of the hotel. I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: Like, most people are starting it left and fading it around the corner. Yeah. He's hitting it high draw
1: over, over the, the top. Hotel, which is which is just mad to watch. And, and like, we, we spoke about Bryson back in season one about this speed training and how hard he's hitting the ball and things like that. But actually being there and watching him hit the ball... He swings the club so fast, but something that I thought he makes it look so effortless yeah, as mate. well.
0: He never looks unbalanced. He I mean, doesn't, I'm right. sure if he went
1: properly after
0: it, like long drive mode, yeah. he would be unbalanced. But the weird thing is, I don't, if I didn't know who it was, I wouldn't look at it and go, oh my god, he's hitting it so hard. No, you
1: would Because wouldn't. he just
0: looks balanced. Like but when he the, hit that like two iron. Yeah,
1: mate. But the noise it makes is just unreal. noise it? Sort of gives it away. Yeah. But so, so we watched him play 17 in, in the hold before we got some great videos and I put them up on uh, the Instagram so you, so you guys can see them because it was just unreal to watch him um, and then after that we followed Jordan Spieth well we sat on the range for a bit and yeah, we yeah. saw some like, and around the putting green saw Scotty Scheffler and, and the like on the putting green and then and um, watched like louis stays and he's just silky on the range like so smooth um and then we followed jordan speed for a bit didn't we yeah um again who just unbelievable to watch and
0: what was really interesting right there was three of them going round.
1: so but he was on his own wasn't it he? yeah
0: he's on, playing on his own so it's him is caddy and no sorry four of them him his caddy is coach and somebody else and this other person on every hole was running up ahead yeah. sort of letting him know where that ball had finished in relation to the fairway and where that ball had finished in relation to the green just by mobile like I think to really give him like a good image of did that hit the fairway did it not okay I'll try it a bit further left. Yeah. left um, so really had like a full team on it um, and watched him hit a few puts and didn't hold one no he <laughs> didn't really. I thought that he, yeah. he
1: looked like he was really struggling but then he, he... Didn't, didn't end up playing, well, playing back I not mean,
0: yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think, one thing i say with these people from playing the PJ Tour to an open venue, a lot of the golfers struggle on the greens because they're one, not as quick, two, not as smooth, but that's Lynx Golf. Yeah. Like, they are smooth, like to us as everyday golfers, but you got to forget, can't forget that these PJ Tour players play on like carpets week in, week out, and they're just ridiculously quick.
1: But, but the other thing as well that, that we need to sort of remember is this is like... Like the old course is like the rawest form of golf in the sense of yeah everything is cut unbelievably manicured unbelievably but the greens there's not been a, a like Mackenzie's not gone gone in and designed these greens like just a natural like a, like at I the Masters think. yeah it, no that's right so it's in essence just a short bit of grass. Over that, years, yeah, it's been exactly. It's complex. And don't get me wrong, there's obviously got they have whole locations and that, but but someone's not gone in and gone right, well, we're going to have a tier here, we're going to do this. It's just how the land is, and that's where it's a lot different to, and, and I guess where some some of these guys struggle to America, where you're taking a spirit level out and seeing how do you know what I mean? It's it's not target golfing that you can't be no because, no, like, because you of...
0: could try and hit one bit of the fairway and the hillock could send it one way and it go out the other way so that that's exactly. why it, like for example the hardest thing i'd say like being there pre the rain was you could hit a four and off a tee four and could go 230 yards downwind yeah but easily could go about 320 yards yeah. if it hits one side of a hill it can get to shoot forward so it's very very hard to know what club where to hit it when it's playing fast and firm, and you saw that like as soon as it softened up, it became a lot more target golf and the scores were a lot lower.
1: Yeah, and something that um, I thought was really interesting on that on that point: a how quick the golf course dried out again. Mm. So we had a bit of rain Saturday morning, wasn't it? But mm-hmm. by the afternoon, it was playing as it was Friday, um, and also like on the point of knowing what to hit when to hit. Like, put this puts it into perspective. I think on Thursday or Friday, Thursday I think Tiger had the longest drive at like four twenty odd. And that's purely because you hit it if you can hit it in the right spot and you get the right bounce, you're you're miles down there. And th- and that's where I know like we've spoke previously about how tournaments are oh, it's, it's too easy, like they're going low and things like that. And that's something that I didn't he you didn't hear mention once the fact that these players are going low because actually they If they didn't go low on a course like that, it would be, do you know what I mean? But it wasn't target golf. It wasn't hit it in the fairway, hit it close, tap in for birdie. The players still had to navigate their way around a really, really tough golf course because I think if it had been wet a few weeks earlier or for the few weeks before and then dry and calm, it would have been target golf in a sense. Yeah. But because of the way that the course was running so fast, these players had to go low because things were drivable. I agree. Like, but, but I wouldn't say it was disappointing the fact that 20 under won it. Because no,
0: you felt like you had to really educate yourself and get your ball in the right space to make a birdie, but exactly. there were opportunities if you did put it there. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you mentioned Tiger. How much of an anticlimax was his first round?
1: Well, strikes
0: yeah. off the first ends up in a divot, makes bogey. I was like, for
1: God's sake, man! Well, it was like downhill, wasn't it, from there? And uh, he just couldn't catch a break, really. Like he's obviously still struggling with his body, and I don't think anyone knew what to expect because obviously he's played a lot of golf leading up to it. Like he played last week in Ireland, uh, Oh, sorry, the week before in Ireland, and then he played. He played by Tuesday, and he played something like forty-five holes or something like that. Mm at St. Andrews, um, and then when we were there, he was on the range hitting balls, and I don't think anyone knew what to expect, him having dropped out of the US Open, to then, or not gone to the US Open, sorry, to then, to, to make sure he was, he was here for I think he was this. hanging his
0: hat on trying to win this. I mean, I don't think he'd ever go to the tournament not trying to win it, but what I mean is like, a lot of practice rounds, don't play US Open, 150th Open, if I win it, I can retire, da 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 I mean, I'm I'm speculating. I don't think he would. But then retired. he got somebody asked him like, "Are you going to retire?" He was like, "Me? Yeah, no. Obviously, I'm going to play a lot a lower schedule. But I mean, is that a very good actor. Or
1: no, I think he's not retiring. I think it was it was important for him to play there because it is possibly the last one he's going to play there. I don't yeah. think it's the last Open he what, plays in. It's
0: back there in five years, so...
1: Is it five years or eight years?
0: Five years, I think.
1: I can't... Someone told me eight, someone's told me five. I thought it was five, but someone yesterday told me it was eight years. I can't... I can't what was your it? source? I'm sure it was Dave that said it. So I don't know. But... I think the point of it was, was that he... doesn't know whether he's going to be there for the next one at St Andrews. Yeah. So he wasn't retiring in a sense of I'm not I'm not playing golf anymore but it was like this is my last chance to play this course in a competition yeah, potentially yeah. Um, and I think it was an anti-climax but also I felt for him a bit because he, he got a terrible break on the first when he hit that that t shot. I was like, the verse, like oh here we go hello we go and like we were talking like this could play in Tag's hands it's running fast blah 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 but he couldn't catch a break he had a Tough couple of rounds, but how good was that moment on eighteen? Oh
0: mate, that's the best moment in golf for like, me so far. Like that 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 for me surpassed him winning the Tour Champs and surpassed him winning the Masters. Like I obviously know they're amazing things, but to be able to walk up there played relatively crap for him, or very crap for him, yeah, and still get that reception, it's a measure of the bloke and his impact on people and golf.
1: Yeah, of course it is, and I think what was amazing as well, it was almost like it was perfectly timed. You had Rory coming down the first. You had um, obviously the crowds were mega. There was there was a, I think I think as he went over the bridge, Rory was coming down the first, and there was like a bit of a moment where Rory like doffed his cap to him, didn't he? And then. Matt Fitzpatrick and Max Homer sort of stood back and let him walk on his own, which was unbelievable for them and shows how, because you've got to think about it this way, Matt Fitzpatrick and Max Homer, when they were coming up and growing up, Tiger's their hero. Hey,
0: the people played now, 90% of the people, you ask who your golden hero is, they say Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods.
1: Exactly. So for them to witness this moment as well and to have it the respect been, uh, that they did amazing. standing back.
0: To be playing with him on that day.
1: Yeah, and then the reception he got from ev- all the crowd down the first, all the crowd behind the green on 18, all the crowd down the side 18th hole on the road was just unbelievable. And, up a bit, he? Well, this is something that I was going to say, like, You've never really seen that from him. Like you saw it a little bit when he came back and won the Masters.
0: His iron guard's definitely down
1: now. Yeah, but then he's always been like steely competitor, hasn't he? Yeah. But that moment, the I, I don't think I didn't. Ex- I knew it was there was going to be something like that, but I didn't expect it to be that no. sort of touching in a sense of like bloody. Hell, it just like, didn't seem to stop, did it? Like, no, it didn't. Much, uh, I mean, yeah. I
0: mean, it would have been amazing if it was for him to. Play the Sunday and maybe yeah. be in contention. Yeah. But equally, it was just it was amazing. Yeah. Okay, so on scenes down eighteen. What do we think about the last hole? Rory cut the last hole. You see all the people walking.
1: in. Mega that. Yeah, like people. Yeah. Sort of chasing after them, and and I think that's that's always like a nice part about it. That where was it that that well, P.J. That Champs, Tiger. Tiger, yeah. Like it's it's always quite it's nice. Tour champ, sorry. Tour championship. Yeah. It's always quite nice to to see that and it sort of adds to it a bit doesn't it but I think look we, we've we've spoke about how well Cam Smith played and we were talking about this before we, we started recording this I felt for Rory in a sense of previously when we talked about Rory at majors it's three great rounds he, yeah can he string part. four rounds together can he string four rounds together and do you know what he didn't have a bad round no he did not... Like, what did he shoot for round? He shot 70, so he was two under. So he shot a 66, a 68, another 66 and a 70. Like, the guy played unbelievably well all week mm. and was up there all week, like, consistently hitting greens, consistently making ports, and, and I think that, and they made this point in Sky Sports, Rory didn't lose the Open. Cam Smith won the Open. Yeah, like, yeah. if if Rory had come is that, in... Is
0: that that harder to take, though? You've played your best, you've not done anything wrong and you've not won. No, or have
1: thrown did... it away. No, because he did... He missed a few puts, but... On 10,
0: 11, 12, 13. Like right? birdie
1: puts, but... Put it this way. This is the way I look at it. If Rory had won at 18 under, having made 200 in the final day, you'd have gone absolutely unbelievable. He's played quality all week. It's just the fact that Cameron Smith had... A exceptional back nine. back nine yeah
0: I, I yeah. agree with that comment you don't look at it and go he, he saved he he over two
1: hundred. two on. no exactly he played some
0: very good goal for that score and to be pipped by two in the end is heartbreaking yeah him, really.
1: and let, let, so let's talk about some some moments because and, and Rory we'll start with did you see his two on ten the day before yeah so this is a drivable par four for these guys and like the day before, he'd made a three, he'd made a four. And uh, obviously, at this point, it was him and Hovland in a group, and they were those guys together were a abo- like far above Wait, the rest. I didn't
0: play with Hovland on Saturday.
1: Yeah, he did. Did he play Saturday? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like, they they were like edging out then. Yeah. And because um, I think they were the second to last group on Saturday. Yeah, and last And group. Cam Smith was first, and then they were they sort of switched. Yeah. Um. But that on, on ten, I remember I was watching it at the time and I think Hovland hit the green and then Rory stuck it in the bunk greenside bunker and I was like this is a this is a massive moment because Hovland almost guaranteed himself a birdie.
0: Yeah, well you've hit the green in two, yeah. those guys there, and
1: that's a horrible, horrible bunker that Rory found himself in. And the flag was like just on the green, up a slight like
0: Mackenzie,
1: um, Mackenzie, I'd say, yeah. So, up, like up a little hill, and, and sort of perched on the top of this this hill on the green, on it, on it, on on another level. And I was like, it, it's almost impossible
0: for him to do it, get it close, for him to get, get it close.
1: Mind. And when he played the shot, I, I'll, I'll be completely honest about this. He played the shot. That's I think that's the first time I've watched something and, like cheered. Yeah, I went. I give it the yes. Right? Like it was unbelievable to watch, and that sort of powered the pressure on Hovland then, because it was like Rory's statement of saying, "I'm here, mm. and I'm going. I'm going absolutely nowhere." And like Hovland birdied it, but then had a of pars on um, up until eighteen. From that point, and Rory sort of didn't really pull away, but had another birdie. Um, on 14, he then bogeyed 17, but then birdied 18 again to, to sort of stay ahead. Um, and it was just like an unbelievable sort of moment. It was one of those moments where I was watching, I thought that could win it win it for mm-hmm. him. Um, another thing I want to talk about, did you see Shane Lowry? No. Mate. So again, I, I was watching this, this was Saturday as well. So Shane Lowry... On,
0: Wait, were you glued to the TV for two weeks?
1: Uh, pretty much. On 9 and 10 on Saturday. Oh,
0: uh, I saw that he chips
1: in consecutively. Chips in twice for twos, mate. For twos.
0: That guy's short game is ridiculous. Like, ridiculous,
1: like, new level. Yeah, and I think. I don't, I don't know if it was more impressive because of how the course was as well, because mm. the, the turf's so tight. It's like playing off concrete. Mate.
0: So look at your kitchen floor right now everybody if you're listening to this in the kitchen or look at the concrete outside your office window it's not like pitching up that. it is so and, was like
1: yeah and to be able to do do it the way that he did was just just yeah. phenomenal but we can't get away from the fact of cam Smith like there was a we, we can talk about a lot of guys in here like Brighton had a great great week. Tyrrell Hatton had a great week. Tommy Fleetwood came up on the final day, shot a five-under final round.
0: Being quite any a good performance.
1: Yeah, to finish um, tied fourth. But I think Cameron Young and Cameron Smith both shone. Yeah. Cameron Young was up there from the start. After the first round, he was leading. I
0: have to say, I didn't think he would tail off. So, so did I. I. Did. Yeah, I, just, I did think he would. Yeah,
1: tail. so did I. I didn't think he'd be able to keep it up, but yeah. credit to him. He was class all weekend. But Cameron Smith was just... Phenomenal. He had one bad round, but it was a 73, so he's one over. Yeah, but when you're capable of doing what he's done for the yeah. first, first four holes in the back nine. Mate, you just look at the scorecard in the back nine. It's three three pars and the rest is just red. Like, what
0: did he come back in? 29?
1: Uh, 30. 30, I mean... Out in 34, back in 30.
0: What's par back nine? 32?
1: Uh, th- I'm going to guess. No, it can't be. One, can't two, be. 3, 4, 5, 6... Six birdies, so thirty six. Like, pretty impressive, isn't it? Like pretty impressive. Um, and his putting was just phenomenal. Like the put on seventeen, say par around the bunker, and
0: yeah, that, that stuff like that's impressive. The two getting that. Da- I honestly, like I said at the start, I thought he was gonna make a bogey there and really open it up for yeah. the rest of the field, but to hold that fifteen foot of a par, how big are your cojones?
1: Yeah, and it's one like, shot large. I still thought into that bat Nine i was going to do it. I did. I whole yeah. hands up as I, I did. And I was watching it with Carl, um, our mate, and he, we had a little bet so I had my coffee now. Um, so he bet Camus with the win? We just said, yeah, he said he's going to win it. Like, Rory will you, win it now. Did you bet Rory? I said that Rory was going to. Because obviously
0: you picked Rory. Yeah, I did, yeah. I, did. I picked Fitz who so didn't have a bad week either.
1: He didn't, he thought he was uh, outside of the top ten. Cheers. Um, so, fuck you. <laughs> Um But, I remember watching it thinking, Christ, like, he is really... He, he grabbed it by the scuff of the neck, didn't he? Yeah. He grabbed it by the scuff of the neck and he deserved to win. He did. And I think I'm... I'm Like, he was up there in the Masters l- last year.
0: He's been overdue major, let's yeah. be honest. He's he won been... the
1: players earlier this year. Yeah. He's got a terrible haircut and a terrible moustache. Oh. But, it works for him.
0: His tash looks like a kid going through puberty who's not shaved his top lip for the five years. <laughs>
1: Well, he's not going to shave it now, is he? Oh, it is works. It works. Heck. It works.
0: Okay, so after this event, there's been a hell of a lot of speculation. Live has. Golf. Like, I, we, every time we do this podcast, we can't not talk about Live Golf. And obviously, the speculation right now, Henrik Stenson.
1: Which, which, which? Which, you
0: know what? I'm utterly disappointed at. More for the fact that he's willing to give up the prestigious role of being a Ryder Cup captain to go and get the money. And this is but, the thing with that, isn't and, it? And yes. and also, rumored Cam Smith. And if he goes, the floodgates could open. Now you got to think this would be really interesting. So if Cameron Smith goes to Live Golf, will they let him play again next
1: year as defending champion in the Open? Well, you'd like to think they'd have to. Right? Well,
0: why though? They might. There's
1: the rule. Like won the event. Like yeah,
0: but you're a past champion. It depends if they change the rules.
1: Well, yeah. Because um, a
0: few other past champions won't be playing next year if that rule comes into play. you likes like, who past champion?
1: It'd be very interesting to see what happens because... So, I think the camps, the, the Stenson one is, um, I am shocked at, but also not shocked at. I'm not shocked
0: of, at it. I'm shocked at the timing of it. Yeah. We are not far from, or well, September, Round of Cups. This year? This year, I think Round Cups this year. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's the same week as, like, is that this year we've got, we've got so much. I'm sure it's this year. Are you sure? I'm 90% sure of the Ryder Cups this year. Next year, 2023. 2023.
1: 2023.
0: Okay, well, less than it, we're a year out. Who's the captain now? How would you pick this?
1: Well, this is the issue. Like, how, I don't even know how the process works. Is there...
0: I think the committee vote, for. I think.
1: Yeah, 2023, so next year. Next September, so we're
0: a year out. Sorry, yeah. someone said a year out, basically nearly. Yeah. So we're nearly a year out, and we we don't know if we've got a captain or not.
1: It's just a bit of a mad decision. Like I understand the money's great, I understand that the business if, side, yeah. but if you if you ride a cup captain,
0: what? But also, Westwood and Potter have tarnished their potential to be a radical captain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I just think. The timing of that, for me, is not great.
1: No. And with the Cam Smith one, I'm not sure I really sort of take the the look of him. Or and I don't sit on the side of the fence that says, well, from what he said, he's going to go. Because what, from what I've seen, he was asked a question about it, and he just said, I just let my team deal with that. I'm just here to win golf, to- golf competitions. Mm. So did he put it to bed and say, I'm not going... No, he didn't. Oh, but did he, did he no, say, I'm going to go? No, he didn't.
0: Do you know what I mean? I'm not making the decision. I do what I'm told.
1: Yeah, like, but I can't see it. I can't. I think, and I mean, if he does go, surely that's another reason for the P.J. Tour to be like, we need to do something with these guys. Like, very, there's, no, very reason interesting. Very thing, very there's no reason why they can't. There's uh, no reason why they can't. It, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But... What I don't want to get away from is how... And I think this is why it was a bit unfair to ask him this question.
0: Yeah, but it's sort it's of He's just been like,
1: named champion goal for the year, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then put it? put
0: it to bed for a week. Because yeah, he's not brought it up. No. But the thing is, mate, it was always going to be brought up. That's the question everybody's lips. I heard it on the radio Wednesday. We're going to get through this Open. Whoever wins on the Friday is going to get the big question. Whoever it is, either... What do you think about your ability to play the Open next year if you've already won it or already not? if you're already in live? And if you're not in live, when are you going to live? It was always going to happen. But the best thing about this was, how many pints fit in the Ryder Cup, Josh?
1: Two, exactly. <laughs> two beers, exactly. <laughs> how seen funny that. is that? Class. And, uh, but you see what Shane Larry said about um, half a bottle of whiskey or something fitting in it? And I'm sure, it, well, two pints of Guinness, isn't it? Two pints of Guinness, well... Because just while we're, we're, we're talking about this look thing, Ian Potter actually posted something about him playing the Czech Masters.
0: DVD round Czech Masters.
1: Which is obviously a DP World Tour event. He put it on his um, story. It's, it's not on his. Um, is that this week? Yeah. It's usually the we week after. Yeah. <laughs> so interestingly that he's playing that because obviously previously we spoke about how he was banned or he was fine well, and played Scottish, what was going on. He played Scottish. So. And he He's, had his son there, or both sons. Both so that, sons together. He was staying in an RV. Yeah, massive. They did that last year, though. Like massive RV. Yeah, I don't know if it is on site, off site somewhere, but I don't know. I think like, what I don't want to do is get away from the fact of how amazing the hundred fiftieth open was. How unbelievable the plays were all week. How unbelievable Cam Smith was and how he played. And that's why it frustrated me that that question was asked because. Hold on a minute, the guy's just played the absolute back nine of his life mm. to win his first major. And all you can ask is that. And all you're asking him is, are you going to go to live? Like.
0: But it is, I mean, it's the hot topic, mate, so you can't blame them. The jour- journos need to...
1: They do, they do need to ask these questions, but I, I don't want to take away from it. Credit where credit's due, he was absolutely phenomenal and he is a very worthy champion golf of the year, in my opinion.
0: The question is, are you in the ballot for next year?
1: Uh, absolutely, for the Wednesday and for the Sunday. Wednesday and Sunday. The reason I did that was, I, what basically happened was, I thought I'm gonna put my, my hat in the ring for all the days, but he doesn't I realize work. if you win, you have gotta buy them all. Correct.
0: <laughs> so I was like, eh, we'll go. Lauren, Wednesday. what it is? I've got a thousand pounds worth of tickets.
1: <laughs> so we'll go. Wait, Wednesday it's alright, Lauren. It's only five hundred pounds. Yeah, and I got two. I put my name in for two for each day, so it will be. Uh, it'll be unbelievable
0: mate it'll be, it'll be unbelievable no matter if it's rain shine whatever Royal Liverpool is an unbelievable venue it's on our doorstep
1: which is why I've done it like yeah. it's actually down the road it's, not, a,
0: it's not, a, not an early start there mate it's
1: not, an, it's not a quarter to four start yeah, to get, get there, there for then, eight then o'clock then back in the day <laughs> yeah um, right let's finish off then with tip of the week
0: tip of the week right okay so tip of the week for you putting Joshua
1: Okay. Since it's on Cameron
0: Smith and he is by a far, you know what it sort of reminds me of right now? He's in the ascendancy. You know when you look to Jordan Spieth and he couldn't miss.
1: Yes, correct. It feels like the same.
0: Correct. So what I want you to do is, on the putting green, go and grab three gold balls, right, and two coins. So three gold balls. You're going to put your one gold ball down, the ball that you're going to hit. Go and find a put, right to left, left to right. And I want you to plot the journey with the other two golf balls of a putt around fifteen feet, of where you think your ball's got to go over to go into the hole. Yeah. So like almost like practicing your green reading. Move the golf balls that you, the two balls that you put down there, and replace them with coins. Yeah. Hit some putts. Try and get the ball to go over the coins and into the hole. And you know what? First time if it doesn't, you miss them, and it goes in. Great. You know your reading's not great. Um. But if you got if you overcooking it, undercooking it, it gives you some real good feedback to whether. Your green readings right, your pace control, um, and your overall stroke. So, yeah, one of my favourite drills, definitely one that I do before an event, if I ever do play. And on that point, uh, I shot, what did I shoot? Two over. Well Sunday. Bramall. Oh, Bramall three over. Three over. I shot three over at Bramall. Yes. Um, yeah. But it was a great day. Play with one of the BBC commentators. But yeah, so use that as tip of the week.
1: Yes. And an interesting one I want to say on this, um, the whole putting thing, massively important to work on it. But also, you said about Cam Smith and his putting. He had a tough time putting on the Saturday. And I saw a quote, uh, like a, a tweet or something. Just because you have a one bad round putting doesn't mean you're doing loads of things wrong. No. Go away. Hit some puts on the green. But trust it. Golf's hard. And work on the same things. Yeah, because golf is hard.
0: I think on that point, a lot of us are, what, at club level, on all areas of the game, fight fires... Yes. Oh, I slice it this week. Fix my slice. Hooked it next week. Fix my hook. Yes. Whereas you need to keep working towards the same things to create continuity and create something that really does perform in all areas of the game.
1: Absolutely. And if you are really, really struggling, go and see Alex Elliott golf because he will fix you. I can vouch for that.
0: Fix Josh. Josh, long the hook set or top set is playing much better golf.
1: Yeah, I played today. I hit it really nicely, like to the point where like irons are just feel really, really good. And I missed maybe two left, like, and that was but just bad striking Nothing. Oh, don't need to have the toe yeah it wasn't like the old hook it was like a I've towed it <laughs> is, oh. I've hit it I've gone oh I've towed that
0: <laughs> that's very good to hear yes it is so, so guys uh, thank you for listening
1: yes thank you very much
0: and uh, I look forward to catching up with you next Wednesday at the same time
1: see you next week